just in this month for you. How does God see those who harm themselves or take their life? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I'd say just right away, God sees those people and he loves them. He has so much compassion for them. I think there's a lot of us who may see in society the people who maybe harm themselves, be it cutting or, you know, of any kind of self-harm in that nature. Um, I think we have the tendency and the temptation to believe they're kind of the, the unclean, like the, the lepers of society back in the Old Covenant. Um, we get intimidated, I think, because we don't know what to say or to do about it. Um, but look how Jesus treated the unclean of the day. Look how Jesus approached the lepers and the people who would have been outcast or not known what to do with. Uh, Jesus was most drawn to those kind of people. Uh, he was the one who always led out with compassion and love and kindness. And I think I just want to show us how much God values life. He, he values people. That's, that's what he came to. He did not come to condemn the world, but to save it. And so we look at 2 Peter 3, 9. It says, The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. And in order for us to not perish, we know John 3.16, that for God so loved the world, for God so loved those who would harm themselves or even commit suicide, that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. I think underneath this question, I may, there may be the wrestle of the kind of the age-old question within church tradition, is suicide the unforgivable sin? And I'd say from a strictly biblical view, we do not see that anywhere. We do not see that suicide is the unforgivable sin. We see that the only unforgivable sin is the sin that has not come under the blood of Jesus. Those who have not repented and turned from sin, those who have not trusted in Jesus as Lord and Savior to run their life and save their life, that is the only person who would die without hope. So someone who would, if we just are being, calling it for what it is, suicide is self-murder. And we know that murder can be forgiven. We know that any murderer, Jesus hung on the cross with criminals, and in their dying breath, Jesus said, today, truly I tell you, you will be with me in paradise. And so we see so much hope, and that's what I want to leave off with, is that those who self-harm, those who may even be contemplating suicide, those who may have attempted suicide, those who have maybe actually gone through and committed suicide, if they were in Christ, if they had truly bowed their knee and received forgiveness through the sacrificial, substitutionary blood of Jesus on the cross, we have no reason to believe that they are not with Jesus right now. And that's what I'd have to say about that. We see that uh, in 1 Peter 2.24, and this is where, if we look at kind of the reasons for why people may even be doing this in the first place, uh, there's a plethora of reasons that are not always mutually exclusive. It, it could be because people want to feel control. That maybe something has happened in their life or in their past where they feel like they have no control. And so this one way is to try to feel that. It, it may be done just to try to feel something in general, that they, they are just numb to the world. Their heart is so hardened. Uh, they may feel anger. They may feel self-hatred. There's so many reasons why people, people may be feeling this and might, may be attempting this, even right now in the room. And I want to leave you with hope. That First Peter 2.24 says, Jesus, he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. And I love this. By his wounds, you have been healed. 
That means that any wound, whether physical, emotional, spiritual, Jesus says, I can take that on myself because I did at the cross. That you can cast your cares upon me and I would gladly take them. And in return, in exchange, you get righteousness. You get life. You get freedom. You get hope. You get healing in every nature of the word. And so that's the hope that I want to give you. That's the hope that Jesus offers. And if you're in that, uh, I would actually love to talk with you. um, That we have a care team that would love to meet with you. Um, On the website, we have a care request form. If you're currently experiencing this or the wounds of someone who is, uh, reach out, first of all, um, with suicide hotline, things like that nature. Um, But then if it's something maybe lesser, I guess you'd say, or maybe a gray area, uh, we as the pastors and I especially would love to come and talk to you. Amen. Let's go, Justin.